yeah, I could smell it when we walked in too. So we can start off with this story. Through the month of January, yeah. I still made TikToks, obviously. I have super cheap whiskeys that I will use for the TikToks. If I have to throw it away, I'll try to make as many as I can with one glass without mm-hmm. drinking it at all, like a prop whiskey, and then I'll throw it away. Well, I was making TikToks with it, and I'm like, this smells so good. <laughs> and it was like the cheapest whiskey I that I have. It, right. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. So today on the Whiskey Noobs podcast, we have our guest Justin, who you guys might remember. Uh, this is the first episode out of Dry January. The first, this is actually genuinely is the first glass of whiskey that I am having. Now, gotta come clean. It is still the very end of January right now. I messed up a little bit and realized I need to record a week before I post the episode (laughs) because I need time to edit the episode. So we've got like a couple days left, but this is going to be, I'm only going to drink whiskey for the podcast. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's going to notice. It's like five days out of 30, you know? I did the first 25. Mm -hmm. So as much as I was trying to avoid it, I even thought about just having you do the review, but I was like, well, I want to actually give people flavor notes and stuff. What fun would that be? Oh, I'm not good enough? No, well, <laughs> expert <laughs> tastes like whiskey to yeah. me. Yeah. So, yeah, for those of you who don't remember or, or if you're just getting with the show and you haven't listened to the beginning episodes, Justin's been on the show a few times. When you started on the show, you pretty much drink beer and you hadn't really drank straight whiskey very much at all. Right. Over the course of the past year-ish, you've gotten more into whiskey. So, originally started, I wouldn't say heavy on the beer, but I'm a, I'm a <laughs> decent beer drinker. Right. So then... It kind of came to the point where if I see whiskey, I'd be like, ah, I don't want it. But Matt had some war soldier or something the other day. Uh, horse soldier. Horse Wait, soldier? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to try it. Yeah. So now I'm like intrigued. If I see something, I'm like, I want to try it to see what I can taste. Exactly. So, I yes. mean, I wouldn't say I'm a whiskey drinker now. I'm still probably a beer drinker, but I'm I'm intrigued. Right, and you know how to drink it straight. Maybe right. you can't pull out like specific notes, but you know how to drink it straight. And we did the chicken wing. Yes. Podcast last time? Yes, that was the last one. Yeah. yeah. So I had these spicy guacamole chips or whatever. Okay. And then I had that horse shul- so- ooh. soldier. Horse soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, was, it wasn't like hot at all. Really? I was surprised. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we did an episode where we ate hot wings mm-hmm. and drank whiskey. And the spicier the wings, the spicier the whiskey. It was like yeah, this kicking was our butts. This was complete opposite. So we got to try those chips. We got to bring, you should, I should have you bring them on. I should bring have. Them on the show. Oh, well. Yeah, and also, for those of you who weren't for one of Justin's last episodes, uh, if you weren't here, we did your Finding Your Palate episode, right? Remember that one? We did the Jameson. Oh, and we yes, did, we yes. ranked them in order. Yes, and we yes. ranked them all. And you are a bourbon guy, uh-huh. like notoriously, right? Correct. So that is why you're here for this review. The people listening know what we're reviewing, but you do not yet, right? Oh, geez. I haven't told you what we're oh, reviewing geez. yet. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to put you- these back in order. No, 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 no. You know, oh, okay. that'd be cool though. That could be a that follow up be. episode. I was gonna say that was a month ago. Yeah, oh that was more than a month ago, dude. That was I would pre- like to know what I would do. Okay, we're gonna do that eventually. We can do it off script. We'll, we'll do a follow up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if you can do it or not. But this is a whiskey you've never had before, but I want your specific opinion on it. Okay. I'll explain why after we have it. But I'm pretty interested to see what you say. So for those of you listening, I know I normally do 
I'll explain what the whiskey is. We'll do an intro to it, and then we'll do the review. But this time, we're going to start with the review, just a blind tasting for you to see what you think about it. I'm not going to do a full review, but I, I just want your general thoughts on it. Obviously, like I said, you don't need to pull out this flavor, this flavor, mm-hmm. this flavor. Just generally, like, what you like about it, how you would compare it to other ones you've had in terms of how much you like it, and then we'll go from there. All right? All right. Looking brown in color. It's very dark. Yes. Colored. I noticed that when looking around. I'm like, oh, there's some of that. Yeah. Oh, is that why you noticed the Suntory? Because yeah. it's light. It's real light. Yep. Yeah, this is a pretty dark one. Uh, well, I don't want to say anything. I'm going to give something away. You're looking confused. That's good. I am. Because this is weird, but I usually don't smell it. It smells like a vodka. Okay. Okay. That is strange. It's make It makes sense, actually. That, Does it? So you're, for those of you to reiterate, Justin's big bourbon guy. Yeah. Real big bourbon guy. But let's let's keep going. Let's give it a taste. Oh, gosh. That was my first sip of whiskey this month. How was it? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the relief um, in your eyes. Oh, dude. That's fantastic. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm still catching like the vodka. Okay. I don't know why. Alcohol oh, burn. It's spicier than normal. Definitely got some heat to it. Yeah. Spicy in terms of taste like spices and spicy in terms of like On the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lafroig, I know we went through that last time. Okay. There's a little bit of like burnt peat moss in it. Okay. So I can taste that, but it's not like it's not hard like that. Okay. I mean, that hits hard. Yeah. But I can definitely taste it in this. Okay. I don't taste the sweet caramel or nothing like that. Yeah. I, I am so proud. You're over of you. here. I'm just so <laughs> proud right now. I'm a proud dad <laughs> right now. You're over here smiling like oh. I'm onto something. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Where's so, the Freud at? Because I know, I know it's close. It's up there by the McAllen. Freud 10 year green uh-huh. bottle. So here's, well, let me make sure there's nothing else that I wanted to say. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So here's what's going on, right? You're not tasting the smoke from Laphroaig, but you're really close because you're tasting the single malt scotch, okay? Yes. This is a Texas Get single out malt. Of here. It's a single malt they make in Texas. I wanted your opinion because you like bourbon, uh-huh. and so I wanted to see how you do with a single malt blind, and you nailed it. Uh, you you said you went right, right, right to Laphroaig. This is scary. Yeah. This is not I, good. I couldn't be more proud right now, dude. So- Less of the caramel, less of the sweetness, because yep. it's it's not a bourbon, doesn't have that general sweetness as much that bourbons have. It's a single malt, so you're going to get more. For this one specifically, I do get more of like a spiciness. Mm-hmm. There's still probably a little bit of vanilla in there, but that earthiness that the Laphroaig has yep. or that other uh, single malts can sometimes have, that's what you're getting, and that is, you called it. Wow. You called it, dude. I didn't see this bottle. I had no clue. I had zero idea of what we were drinking. I hid it from you. It was by my foot the whole time. Because usually you pour it right in front of me. Right. I poured it before we walked in. And I was like, oh, hey, there's something to drink. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I am super stoked about that. So. Do I have a problem? No. You got a solution. <laughs> you have a solution. <laughs> the fact I can taste this. That's fantastic, dude. So for those of you listening, you've already seen it in the title, but today we're reviewing Balconis Texas Single Malt. So this is a single malt that is made in America. So it's made like a single malt scotch, but it's made in America. So single malts, if you don't know, are traditionally from Scotland or sometimes Ireland and Japan. They can be made everywhere, but when you think single malt, you're usually talking scotch. It's like most Mm -hmm. of the time, right? 
They're made with malted barley only, and they're made at one distillery. So you're really narrowing it down. Whereas a bourbon, you're going to have your corn, your barley, your wheat, your rye. Single malts are made with malted barley. That's it. So that taste is very distinct. That's what you were attributing to the Lafroy. Yeah. And this has, because we also had the monkey shoulder for your episode, and this does not taste like that. That's no. a lot lighter. This is a lot darker. I couldn't find if they actually use any peated barley or anything like that. I don't think they do, but it does almost have, it has that earthiness that Lafroig has. I'm not uh, experienced enough with like other scotches to really be like, oh, it tastes exactly like this, but it does have that earthiness to it. So let's do a three-part review, and then we'll compare it to their notes. Uh, but I'm so glad. Your first impression was solid. Yeah. You killed it. So why am I smelling that, like, hint? It's like a vodka smell. So that's something I didn't mention yet, actually. The reason you're smelling that, most likely, is because this is pretty strong. This is 50, okay. 53% alcohol. All right. So it's Makes 106 sense. proof. So it's just yeah. alcohol in general. Yeah, you're just getting I mean, the, just alcohol smelling the alcohol whiff from it. Yep. That's exactly it. Okay. So on the nose... I think it's... Yeah, take a sip. <laughs> My bad. I jumped the gun. No, hey, that's fine. You're excited. I think the nose is sweeter than the palate at least but this is also like we gotta put all of this into context this is my first glass of whiskey in a month <laughs> so i'm gonna be like tastes like burn feels like burn and it's 106 proof but you need some ice no that just made it worse in bryce's episode <laughs> but it does have a sweet nose to it it does i get a little bit of like caramel but i'll let you take the wheel here so the way i'm smelling caramel is like a toffee. What's that little candy bar? The Heath, I think it Heath is. Heath bars, yep. So that Heath, I mean, there's isn't there caramel in it? I actually don't know. I haven't had a Heath bar in forever. But Probably. I, yeah, but I feel like I'm, I taste uh, toffee in it. Okay. Yeah, which I always say caramel, like caramel in general, is almost like a scale to me from like brown sugar caramel to like butterscotch caramel. Uh-huh. And toffee is kind of like more towards the butterscotch side in mm-hmm. like my brain. But yeah, no, that's absolutely correct because it's more... Like the caramel with bitterness, which makes it like a toffee, almost. Yeah, it's definitely sweeter, though, to the nose. Yeah, sweeter on the nose than it is on the on the palate. So, obviously, I'm a little bit out of practice. There's the definite earthiness that you get from a single malt. I agree with you on the toffee. It's the first hint. Like, as soon as you smell it, it's that. It's toffee. Yeah, that's leading the, the charge. And I'm thinking just a little bit. You can get some fruitiness, and I can't really nail down what it is, but it's something that doesn't smell like candy to me. So it smells like fruit, you know, like not bakery, not caramel, not those type of candies, but like fruit. So yeah, I got a, I'm getting those like light fruitiness, but right up front with like a toffee. You can still get a little bit of the bitterness on the nose, but it's a lot more present on the palate. So let's go with the palate now. I will say this, the palate and the finish are hot. The but, finish is hotter. Yeah. But I do think it's not as bad as you'd expect from 106. No. If that makes sense. It still has, like, it's hot, it burns, but it's kind of oily. I don't know if that makes sense. Describe oily. Like, what makes it? Oily as in, like, it doesn't feel like you have cotton balls in your mouth. It feels like your tongue's a little slippery after okay. you swallow it. Yeah. Like, just a little bit. So I do get a little bit of an oily finish. On the palate, I get a lot more bitterness, but I think it's similar in terms of notes. Like the, the same kind on the of notes as the, the finish. The palate and the nose. Oh, okay. Similar to what we said on the nose, I think pretty similar on the palate. 
I don't. I'm gonna try it again. Yeah, there's that definite like grain taste that you get from barley. That's like the only way to describe it. It's like the malt taste. Do you taste the toffee though? Not nearly as much as I smell it. You can smell it way stronger. I think on the palate, it's more of like the earthy uh-huh. grain graininess is probably the way I'd put it, and then on the uh, nose, it's way more of the toffee. Like the toffee is more towards the back end on the palate, right. whereas on the nose, it's on the front end. Behind, the more I sit here and taste, like it definitely earthy. Yeah, earthy, earthy. Like yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's like the best way to describe it. If you're like in a field, yeah, that's what it <laughs> smells like or tastes like. Rather, farmers harvesting again. Just go stand out there. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna taste like some single malt. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor says I can't drink anymore, so I just <laughs> sit outside while the doc while the farmers harvesting a lawn chair. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it's like, though, isn't it? And then the the finish, it's a little harsh. I mean, it's one of six, and also my first whiskey in a month, so it's definitely a touch harsh. But I think so. It's, you didn't gradually like get yourself back in. You're like, you know what? Screw no. it. I'm going in. This is like on the podcast is the first one. Yeah. I thought nice. about doing like a warm up one, but I already feel like I'm cheating. The fact that there's like three days left in da- January, so I was like, uh-huh. I'm not gonna cheat anymore. I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, it uh, it definitely has a little harshness when you haven't drank for that long. I also haven't eaten dinner yet, so my palate's incredibly fragile. Uh, but I do say that I think the finish is better than I anticipated. This proof. I actually like this a lot just because Laphroaig, like, it's so strong. <laughs> yeah. It is it's not for someone, average person like me. Like, that is an everyday drinker. Yeah. But this, this is like, you know what? I could have this, like, every now and then. Really? If you were to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if you remember the monkey shoulder. Do you remember it a little bit? Yeah. Where would, would you put this above or below it? I think it's below. Really? Okay, you like the monkey shoulder better. Probably because less earthiness. No, I like this one better. Oh, you like this one better? I think this one's stronger than monkey shoulder, though. More flavor. Yeah, more flavor. Okay, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I like monkey shoulder better personally, but that's just my palate. But I kind of assumed you'd like this better than monkey shoulder. You want to give the Lefroy a whiff? No. (laughs) No, not at all. I was just looking at the colors. Because this definitely seems darker. Yeah, it is. And it for how dark it is, it says only aged at least 24 months in oak. So it only says that it's aged for two years. Mm. So it's incredibly dark uh, for only having that amount of age. Now, let's go through the notes that they say we're supposed to get. We'll do it kind of quickly. On the nose, ripe buttered stone fruit. Very interesting. What is a stone fruit? I you're smelling fruit and you didn't. Oh, so you know what a stone fruit is? I think I think a stone fruit is the ones that have the giant pit in the middle, like a peach or like. I think that's like called the stone. I could be way wrong though. Is an avocado a fruit? No, I don't think so. Has a seed. We sound so ignorant. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's what a stone (laughs) fruit is. I have no idea. But it also says banana and pears. I would say out of all of that, maybe pears. I'm thinking maybe bananas. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know that I smell banana. But that, I mean, you're supposed to, so you're probably right. Right. I think I smelled more bananas with Brothers Bond, which you haven't had. But I definitely say maybe some pears. So we were way off on this nose. It says all of that, which I pear kind of makes sense. Then it says honey and rose water with delicate citrus accents. Maybe pear and citrus. 
but that's about it. And then I guess the honey could be like the toffee, but I'm going banana and honey. Banana and honey. And you're going pear and what? Or citrus. Pear and citrus? Pear and citrus. Or we're both just making this up as we go. <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm not saying a lot of honey though. I do remember this being sweeter the first time I had it. Fun fact, the first time that I ever tried this was I I didn't try it there, but I bought it on the honeymoon because mm-hmm. I saw it. They have the total wines. Have you ever been to a total wine? Yeah. We don't they don't have them in Ohio, but they're the gigantic liquor stores, you know? And um I, I got a little mini bottle from there. It was like $6. I think we went to Tennessee. Probably. Yeah. Probably. There was one in Tennessee we went to. Yep. Uh, and I got it there. And I tried it when I got home, actually. I didn't try it while I was there. But I thought I remembered it being sweeter. But on the palate, it says silky and full. Definitely a full-bodied palate. I right. mean, there's no denying it. I think that's why you like it more than monkey shoulders. Cause yeah. It comes at you mm-hmm. with flavor. Then it says lightly toasted bread with fresh butter and marmalade. I'm trying it again to see. I can see the bread, kind of like the earthy graininess. Okay. Not like a sweet bread, but like a bitter bread. It's definitely silky. Yeah. Like you said oily, and I got that. And then when you said silky, as yeah. soon as I tasted it again, I was like, wow. Yeah, the silky definitely makes sense. It has, for how hot it is, how much it burns, it has a really good mouthfeel even though it does burn, because it is 106 proof. Uh, and then the finish, it says long finish with lingering toast and burnt sugar notes. I don't know about burnt su- burnt sugar notes. I don't think I've ever had that before. Uh, morphing into rich malt and wood flavors with counterbalancing acidity. I think rich malt and wood, I would yeah. attribute to the palate, mm-hmm. but they say on the finish. I can definitely see it in both places. I would say the rich malt and wood. And it says more on the back of the thing here, which is funny. I would say like that burnt sugar is kind of like a earthy sweet. Yes, I can see That's what where you I mean. can see the burnt sugar. Yeah, like the burnt is uh-huh. like the earthiness almost. I could see that. I could see that. So it says something different on the bottle. So I'm going to double check that I got. The right notes, which I'm like 99% sure I did. What website do you use? Their website. Usually play, people will put it on oh, okay. their website. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Same label. Same thing. According to the bottle, we are way more correct. So I'm going to read the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> so the bottle and the website don't line up, which is a little bit weird. The bottle, opening aromas... Couldn't be more proud of you. Proud dad moment. Yes. Bear hints of toffee and yes. overripe fruits. Boom. Are we awesome or not? Mm-hmm. And I did not read this. I had the other notes in front of me. I didn't even read the back of the thing. On the palate, layers of toasted malt and honey give way to mellow notes of baked pears and apples. No banana. The malt, I would say. No banana on No here. banana. No banana. A long finish accompanied by cinnamon and cloves. I like the cinnamon. I like the cloves, actually, but mm. spiciness for sure. Yeah. But the clove, like, I I didn't attribute it to it, but when you'd go to the dentist and get a filling and it would taste like clove, did you ever have that? No. I don't know what they would use, if it was the fluoride or what it was. It tastes like clove. And that is what, when you swallow this, it kind of tastes like. For a cavity. Mm-hmm. I've never had a cavity, so I wouldn't know. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. They just knocked out like 20 of your teeth. That's 14. <laughs> <laughs> you had less chances of getting a cavity. Yeah. Not fair. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of cavities as a kid and one as an adult. Um, I like a lot of candy and whiskey and cigars. So I'm going to need dentures probably. I like the label of the bottle. We were way more right on the label. So that's the first time I've seen this where the label says something pretty drastically different from the website. And I just double checked and I'm looking at the label on the website, not the label of the bottle, but the front label and it matches the front label on here. So this like wax mark on the front. Yes. What is that? That is basically for show. Okay. It's like their, I'm guessing this looks like, yeah, it's like their distillery seal, like the Balconis. Because I know seal. a lot of like whiskey and bourbon uh, distillers, manufacturers, no, uh, bottles. glasses, bottles, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bottles have that. <laughs> that one took a while to get Yeah, out. no worries. Yeah. They're getting into wax a lot. I feel like, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but at least for as long as I've been drinking, because I haven't really been around to see the beginning of yeah. the certain trends, but I think Maker's Mark was kind of like the first the one, one to do the the dip in the wax and all that. That's the first one that I was aware of that did it. But now, yeah, you got like wax seals. You've got other brands that are dipping in wax that I've actually seen. They're dipping the bottle just like Maker's Mark does. Um, but I remember distinctly the Maker's Mark commercial when they'd show it like running down the mm-hmm. bottle and drying. I was Super like, Bowl oh. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude. I was like 15, couldn't drink whiskey yet, <laughs> and if I could, it tasted terrible. But I was like, that looks awesome. I want to try it. Yeah. And I was you know, too young to even get a bottle. But So Blanton's, they have things you collect, like the tops. Don't you collect to get all the horses? Yes. Yes, they do. What other ones can you collect? Uh, I don't know of any other companies, let me think, that I'm aware of that do something similar to that. I think that's a Blanton's marketing thing. That would be pretty cool. I mean, if like Four Roses had different bottles. Right. Now, something kind of similar is, uh, excuse me, something kind of similar is that uh, Maker's Mark has like a bunch of very similar whiskeys where they'll do different finishing things to it. They they do different like stave profiles. Mm-hmm. So they'll take oak staves, char them, and put them in with the whiskey to age it. They'll do like different kinds. And so you can get like all these different variations of super similar whiskeys. And so, like, Maker's Mark 46 is the 46th stave profile. That's one of the ones that I actually really like. But they do a ton of them now. And they'll actually have, like, a label on the bottle that says, like, this was done this way with this, with this. I'm not as into it as certain people. There are people who, like, focus on Maker's Mark. Uh, but that's something kind of similar where it's like you want to try them all. They're yeah. all similar but just a little bit different. Blanton's, it's all the same whiskey, but you can collect the, you know, As caps. a kid, you're busy running around collecting Pokemon. Yeah. You turn 21, you're collecting bottles of bourbon. They're appealing to that crowd. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I want to hear your opinion as the bourbon drinker. Overall, on this whiskey, we are way off on the website. We are way right on the bottle, so I'm sticking to the bottle. <laughs> so toffee on the nose, earthy on the palate, a little bit oily on the finish, a little bit burnt on the finish. When you say finish, is that the actual swallowing? Or is it like sit in your mouth? That's like right, like that's like from the swallow through however long the flavor lasts. And you're sitting there and let it last on your tongue because that's when I taste like the cinnamon and stuff. Yes, and that's when they say is on the finish is the cinnamon and the cloves. So that's pretty good. You're on your way, kid. Uh I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that is that's when they say is I believe it said on the finish, right? 
Yeah, a long finish is accompanied by cinnamon and cloves. Toffee on the nose, silky when you first drink it. Yep. Let me let me try it again. Okay, yeah, give it another. I got just one gulp left. I'm gonna go for it. That little bit of honey. Did you taste honey or no? I tasted a general sweetness. I would not have called it honey. Mm-hmm. I think it's so overpowered by the earthiness that it just tastes like earth and sweet to me. Yeah. But they do say that they're supposed to be honey. Wow, you got you got honey on the palate. I got a little honey. Yeah. I could see it. Uh, but I just think it's so overpowered. To me, this has like got like the earthy maltiness. Like this tastes like malt. Yeah. So I get a lot more of that than uh, the honey. And I don't get a ton of the fruits. I think I got more fruits in the nose than anything. It says there still should be fruits on the palate. Right? Toasted malt and baked pears and apples. Which I guess are a little bit more sourish, bitterish fruits. So I could see that, but it's definitely not the sweetest one we've tried. No, no, this isn't by far. I mean, this definitely has a little bit of bite to it, which it, it's characteristic of a malt, you know, whiskey. Yeah. So I personally typically enjoy these. This one, I I don't know how I, I go back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. This is one that when you come back to it, depending on your palate condition, it'll taste super different. Because when we first started drinking, I was like, wow, this this burns. Yeah. I was like, this is hot. And then like the more we drank, I'm like, okay, this is getting better. I can actually taste things. Right. Your palate kind of warmed uh-huh. up to it a little bit. Yeah. And this is one where if you were to go eat dinner and come back, I bet you would it would taste different to you. At least the experience would be different. Absolutely. Because like I said, I've sat down and had it and thought, this is amazing. And I've sat down and had it and thought, ooh, this is kind of a lot of bitter and earth. So it really goes back and forth. For so me. what's a dinner bourbon for you? I mean, would this be a dinner bourbon or this be after dinner? I would probably do this after dinner. This is a scotch to be clear though, but I would do this like after dinner. A dinner bourbon for me, I don't do a lot with the dinner because I like to really focus on the whiskey. But I, I would attribute that to like an after dinner burner, uh, burner Bur- bourbon. <laughs> an after dinner bourbon uh, is usually one that's going to be a little higher proof because I just had a big meal and I'm full. Soak My palate's wore down, so I can have a higher proof and it's uh-huh. not going to offend me too much. Like pre dinner, you want to be a little bit lighter because right. you, you know it might burn your palate up a little bit more, and you don't want to burn up your palate for the dinner, right? Uh-huh. So then I might go something a little bit lighter, light notes, whereas after dinner I'll go full body like this I would do because it's high proof, full body, comes right at you with flavor, and then you you taste it. You know? Yeah, this is good. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty impressed by it. Like I said, the first time I had it, I was really impressed. I got a little mini bottle on our honeymoon, and I tried it like probably a few weeks later, and it was, I forget, I think it was like $6 just for the little shot bottle. Where'd you get this at? Uh, this one they sell anywhere. I think it's at okay. Acme for sure near okay. us. Yeah, you can get this. They also do have a Texas bourbon. Mm-hmm. They got a, a pretty solid lineup. There's only a couple that you can get near us. Um, Balconis, I should say, the distiller has a pretty solid lineup. So, one thing I'll say to everybody who's listening who just tried it is, as I mentioned to Justin, definitely try this at different palate conditions if you bought it, if you're on the email list, because I totally have had it go back and forth for me. Obviously, right now, my palate is about as fragile as it's been probably for two years, because (laughs) I did dry January. (laughs) So this is probably the most fragile that my palate's been for like two years, but it's still pretty good. And I know for sure whenever I eat a big meal or anything and I've had it, I've thought, oh, this is really good because it's just got so much body to it. It has so much flavor coming at you whenever you drink it. It's super interesting to understand like what you like, what your palate is. Right. 
for you to come out and pick a bottle and you're gonna be like, oh, this one's for him. That's right. impressive. Yeah. For you to know that Super it was a impressive. scotch, I'm just, it's a full proud dad moment. Yep. You were like, you went immediately to the single malt scotch. You're <laughs> like, this tastes like Laphroaig without the Bernie smell. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's I mean, Lefroig didn't punch without... in the face, but it was close. Yeah. Yeah. Not as much as the Laphroaig. Yeah. For those of you who are listening and wondering, that is episode number 22, Finding Your Palate, if you mm-hmm. want to go listen to that, where we tried, what well, we tried, you remember? We tried Laphroaig, Jameson, Monkey Shoulder. We had some crown, I think. Definitely crown, which I don't think is up here anymore. And four roses? Was yeah, it four was it, four roses the bourbon? I think it was. Okay, I think so. And that was probably it. We didn't do the Suntory, did we? No. I never had that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what it was. And and Justin was unanimously a bourbon guy. Mm-hmm. But I was interested in this because it ha- it's not as light as the monkey shoulder, not as light as the Jameson, has more body. It turns out you liked it, so that's pretty awesome. Closing thoughts. Horse Soldier, since that's the most recent one that you've had. That was really versus good. Versus this. I would say horse, horse Soldier. Okay, which is not really a surprise to me, but go ahead. And then this one. I mean, just because Horse Soldier... Oh, jeez, if I could say that word and I... <laughs> Horse soldier. <laughs> Horse soldier. For those of you looking that up, that is not W H. That is H O R S E. Soldier. Soldier. I have a lisp. All right. <laughs> I would just just say because it didn't. I mean, it wasn't as spicy. Okay. I mean, on yeah. the palate, it didn't kick as much. I actually don't know what proof that is. I can. It wasn't as full body. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a little bit easier for you to drink. It wasn't as earthy. I mean, it was a little sweeter. Yeah, which it will because it's a bourbon. Yeah. And I think these are about in the same price range. If I'm not mistaken, This is the Texas, the Balcones Texas single malt is $60 and the Horse Soldier is like 55 Yeah. Depending on which one you have. They have a few different shelves. Um, I was actually looking up to see the proof, but I don't think I'm going to get it up right now. Ooh, I don't think I'm going to get it up right now. <laughs> Rawr. Ka-chow. Uh- <laughs> Ka-chow. Okay. Well... I would expect you to like the horse soldier more, honestly. Really bad name now that I say it out loud. When you see it on a bottle, you're like, oh, uh-huh. horse soldier. And now that Plus I'm Plus the label it, is sweet. Yeah, the label's super cool on those. Like I said, I told Justin, I was actually literally holding one, almost bought it, and then did not buy it. But um, I do want to, I haven't had horse soldier yet. I want to try it. But the name, how about that? You know, you got a horse soldier. soldier. <laughs> you got you to gotta be really careful with that. I've never. I don't think I've ever said it out loud enough to notice that, <laughs> but that cracks me up. It sounds like something else. How about that? Yeah, I'm not. Oh, okay. It looks like it's a little bit higher proof depending on which one. you. I don't know which one you had because they do have a barrel strength one as well. So if you like that one better, stick to the bourbon is the moral of the story. But I know that you're a bourbon guy as it was is. It, did they have a single barrel? Because I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yes, they do have a yeah, single barrel. Yeah, it was a yeah. single barrel. Okay. Yeah, so you're still a bourbon guy, but for those of you who try the Texas Single Malt, hopefully this gave you a little bit of an idea of a different scotch flavor. It's not scotch, but it's made just like scotch, and um, I'm pretty impressed by it. I think it's so cool that distilleries are doing this now where you have distilleries in America making something according to a scotch recipe, Mm -hmm. basically. I think that's really cool, and we're going to get new flavors because the region has an effect on it, the humidity. All of those things have little itty-bitty effects on it that you don't think about, so... What would be a bottle you would compare to this one? I mean, this is full. It's in between. It's not like that sweet. It's not like that spicy. It's right in between. Yeah. Which is why it's super good. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what scotch I would put with this just because I'm so not versed in scotch. I'm trying to think of a similar one that I've had. 
but it's definitely I would put it at if you took monkey shoulder on one end and mm-hmm. you put Lafroig at the other end, this is like right in the middle is where I would put this. It doesn't have that peated burn, but it has way more body than the monkey shoulder has. If that makes sense. I actually I lied. Uh Buckeye's game wasn't last time I drank. Oh. It was Saturday. There was one for with a pitcher of the South Carolina on the bottle. Okay. It was good. High proof. Was it? Yeah. It was super good. I don't know if I've had a South Carolina. I guess it's a South Carolina bourbon. I don't know if I've had one. I think the guy brought it up from there. No way. Oh, so like, like just tried a little bit. Yeah. Nice. That's so I'm cool. like, this is pretty good. Yeah. So your palate's more warmed up than mine is. That's yep. why you're over here running circles around with the flavor <laughs> notes, man. It's just taste. Yeah. Taste here and there. Yeah, you're just getting just enough of uh-huh. it. To stay, you're staying with it. That's awesome. Well, maybe on the next episode, I'll just have you run things. What do you think? Yeah, let's do another review. <laughs> yeah. And I'll put them back in line. <laughs> yeah, we do need to do that. We need to do a follow-up with all the same ones, and we'll see if we put them in the same line. It'll be a blind tasting. Yeah. We can do that in the future. That would be sweet. Yeah. Have you seen where they have drinks behind like a cardboard box? And it's like numbers yes. one through five, and you drink out of and it. And they have a straw. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. That's something we could do. I saw somebody do that with COVID, and it was like hot sauce, Coke and all, and they're like nothing. How's nothing. all right? Have you tried this bourbon through a straw? I have not drank bourbon through a straw. <laughs> I don't know how that would be. I feel like it'd be horrible. Like yeah. beer through a straw, it gets all foamy. And it's yeah, not good. Right. This would be probably be the same. Uh, it wouldn't be the same way because it wouldn't foam up. I feel like it would miss the portion of, the, of your taste buds that taste good, and it would hit the portion where it just burns because it just kind of coat your mouth. All the fumes would be in that straw, though, and you would suck those up first. Yeah, no kidding. Or maybe you could just do it quickly and bypass the fumes. Like, yeah. Straight to the water. There you go. Straight to, straight to the liquid. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, Balcona's Texas Single Malt. Not as good as a bourbon for you. Not but as good as a bourbon. Pretty good if you like single malts. Yes. You, you got to give it a try. If you like scotches, if you like Laphroaig, if you tried the Laphroaig that we had and you're like, this tastes too smoky, uh-huh. but I like kind of the base notes. It's in between. Balcones, it's Texas what you single need. malt. Right. And, or if you tried Monkey Shoulder and you're like, a little too light. Exactly. Not really punching me enough. Balcones, Texas If you Texas want that in between, malt. here it is. That's it. That's the middleman right there. All right, that's all we've got on this whiskey for today. Today's just the review episode because I was so excited to get back and actually drink some whiskey. The first review that I have done since dry January. Don't hold it against me that my palate's not the greatest, but Justin, thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on. Just Next time, we're going to have to do that uh, lineup. Line it up and yeah. drink about it. And drink about it. Just got to sit down and drink about yep. it. Sip and drink about it. Isn't that what you said, okay. I think? As always, I will leave you guys not with drink about it, but usually drink about it. Also, (laughs) learn to drink, drink Drink to to learn. learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, it only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol